0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, baby! The Raiders work a W on our first away game against the Tennessee Titans, a sure division challenger. Unfreaking believable! That and more here on show 488. The season has officially begun and i'm loving it all right on today's show we will have the post game for the tennessee titans epic battle first game of the season a little bit of jitters out there but boys got the job done i'm gonna tell you how all right we got the pregame for the j-e-t-s Jess, yes yes jets are in trouble this year todd balls is on the super hot seat and well they're playing like crap but don't let that fool you the jets always play the raiders tough at home that and the bone line should wrap up the show thanks for calling in everybody football season has arrived All right, it's time for the post-game for the Tennessee Titans. I wonder what their song is. I bet Randy can find it. That's how we roll.
2: Titans gonna rock this house. Don't
3: run it with the big
2: boy sound.
4: Titans gonna strike you down. That's how we roll.
1: You know all other team songs are pretty damn lame compared to ours i gotta tell you vojo well the word of the day is manhandled i don't know who made it up but it's appropriate for this game because the raiders went to Tennessee and just freaking manhandled the titans a perennial division uh leader you know last season came in with nine wins they had a lot of high hopes there in Tennessee until the silver and black
3: showed up. It's an outside kick to open the year. Shalom Luwani is there, and he recovers for the Raiders. Second down and four on the Titan 44. Lynch, first carry for Beast Mode off the right side. Stacked up, broke a tackle. Breaks into the secondary. First down, Raiders. Marshawn all the way to the Titan 30-yard line. As he ran it off tackle on the right side, Link got congested there, stayed patient, and broke a tackle and popped that for 14 yards, his first
2: run as a Raider. Marshawn is notorious for being patient, especially between the tackle runs, utilizing his blocking. Car going to throw for the end zone, touchdown!
3: Raiders! Seth Roberts popped it right away as they quick stepped him, and Seth Roberts does it again in Music City. They're going to need Lorenzo Neal and Frank Wachek <laughs> in a Music City Miracle to pull this one off. And the Raiders with a win 26
1: 26-16. One thing I want to say for sure is the Raider Nation was in the freaking house. You could hear them there in Tennessee. Way to roll Raiders. <laughs> Every time Cooper made a play, the whole stadium, it seemed like, all went, Coop! It was awesome. There was a little bit of magic in the air when I heard that first chant. It was pretty cool. And that's how the game started. Cooper, talk about a changed young man. This guy bulldozed his way to a touchdown. I think Marshawn Lynch has some significant pull in the Raiders' locker room. Man, that was a gutsy. You know, they had the lineman up there. Pushing him across uh, for our first score. Carr looked excellent. You know, he had a couple of missed throws. There were a couple of drop passes. But I think for our first contest, also being away, Raiders played good football. 26 points is no joke. And I know they could do better. And so do you. Lynch, 4.2 yards per carry. But the man carries. With anger. (laughs) I freaking love it. He blew out Casey. A Pro Bowl defensive tackle on the way to the victory in the fourth quarter. Rolled right over this guy like he was butter. I love it. There were many heroes in this game. Uh, Matter of fact, Lynch, 18 carries. I think that's perfect. Maybe a little too many. Our other backs didn't have a lot of success, but... I expect that to improve as our offensive line plays uh, throughout the season. Carr, cool cat, handling his business, and after the game said the same thing. We need more work. Luani started the game when they did that onside kick that blew me away. It was very Chiefs-like for sure. Sneaky play. Luani was all over it. My man. This kid's going to be something in the NFL. You watch how he plays for us this year.
5: Warning. The following hour of radio contains non-stop testosterone-filled conversations of hard hits, kicking ass, and references to testicles. He had damn raisins for nuts, okay? His balls have got to drop, okay? Viewer discretion is advised. It's time for the Football Hour on 95.7 The Game. Squaring off is four-time Super Bowl champion linebacker Bill Romanowski and four-time Pro Bowl fullback Lorenzo Neal.
3: It's the Football Hour. Somebody's balls have got to drop, Romo, when the season is on. Hey, You guys ready?
5: Ready. They dropped on Sunday.
3: They did.
2: Goes to show you, man, when the Raiders go out there and play and they can tackle and keep guys in front of them pop, yep. they can play with anyone.
5: Key of the game. Yeah, they played great. Marshawn Lynch at the end of the game. <laughs> when you need to just sustain drives, get rid of the clock, and move the chains, who's there for you? Yeah, I, It was unreal.
2: It really was. Did, did
3: you see the time of possession in the fourth quarter? The <laughs> Raiders had the ball for ten and a half minutes in the fourth quarter. They gave it to them ten times. Ten <laughs> times in the fourth quarter. Have you guys ever seen a, not only a game start, we've seen that, but a new season, a brand new season, Mike Malarkey, Steve Hoffman, their special teams coordinator, called for an onside kick to open the year. You guys ever see that?
5: It's it's been. They said somewhere on another broadcast, I heard it. It's been like since two thousand and two, something like that has happened.
2: It was it was gutsy. It I mean, was real good. You could they, say They they, were...
5: they had to see something, Greg. Yeah. You know, and low. That's they true. saw something on film where the Raiders were a little bit lazy on their kickoff return. And there was a rookie over there, Shalom yeah. Luani. Yeah. yeah. Those front those front five guys can get lazy at times. And if they see something, they wanted to take advantage of it and they thought they could and they missed out.
3: Maybe they just thought shalom, Hebrew, it could mean hello, could be goodbye. If The guy says goodbye before he says hello. But he was not fooled, Rolo. That was his first snap in the NFL, and he said hello. He did not get out of there and shalom goodbye. He stayed there.
2: But not that amazing? No attention to details. It goes to show you that I always say that offense counts as third, defense counts as third, and special teams counts as a third. And you can't tell me that special teams didn't come up big in this whole game. It counts as a third. People don't put enough emphasis on special teams. Special teams – didn't lose that game, and it helpfully helped win that game with the field goal kicking. But that onside kick, just think, if you don't get that, what kind of emotions, how you set the tone, Tennessee now, short field, now you're up against it, and they have you where they want you. That was a big-time play in making sure guys are on the same page. I like what happens on special teams. Cordell Patterson. Cordero Patterson.
1: Cordell Patterson. Cordero Patterson. Are you kidding Runs the ball back to the 50 or close to it. This is a special teams. Marquette King as well putting the ball like on the three. Having the ball just land there. Thud. Our special teams is on fire. Did a great job against this Titans team, which also has a significantly improved special teams. Raiders played hard. They came to win, and that's exactly what happened.
3: I thought it was intriguing that the Raiders won the toss of the coin. Derek called it correctly, and they took the ball. So many times I have seen, I think Belichick started this a few years ago. I had the stat at one point. Uh, just to, The coaches, almost every coach in the NFL defers. They want to go on defense to start, especially on the road. I thought it was really intriguing, though, And Derek made the call, and then he put the two hands together and said, I want the ball. Give me the ball. I want to go <laughs> score right away. And we, we've talked about Derek getting off to slow starts. He wanted the ball. He wanted to go right away, and after the failed onside, you take over at midfield. Four plays later, you're in the end zone. You don't have to worry about Derek Carr getting off to a slow start.
2: I think it was awesome because everyone wants to put it on their defense and say, look, guys, let's defer. They're going to take the ball, and then in the second half, we get the ball, and we can take control of destiny. No. I love it because here's the thing, when you go on with that mindset, you're saying, hey, look, we're not going to fail when we get the ball. A lot of teams want to wait to halftime. Okay, halftime, we're going to get it. We can make our adjustments, and now we're going to have a higher percentage of scoring. No, Carr comes out there and say, "No, give us the ball. Put the ball in my hand. I want to go shut up the crowd. It, we're in a hostile environment, playing on the road. But give me the ball, and we know right now this backbone of this team is the offense. So with Carr doing that, he look, 'Look, I'm not going to kick the ball off and have our put my defense.'" the one that we believe is a weaker part of this team. It wouldn't be special teams, and it wouldn't be offense. That third would probably be the defense. So he goes, why put my defense out there and give them the chance to take it down the ball down our throat? Let us be on the offense and be aggressive instead of catch. So I thought it was great, and I think more teams might start doing it.
5: And as soon as they got the ball, what did they do? They went right down and scored. Yeah. So you, you don't know if that would happen, but But I just like the fact that they know what's going on with Derek and they know they have to change this. And him getting off to a fast start, I, I think this is something they ought to do every week and get Derek going early because when he gets going early, it follows him through the game.
1: Special teams again. Travecchio. Yes, the Italian born kicker, a uh, left footer, by the way. Oh, that's another reason why things went so smooth in the kicking game. We didn't have to make too many adjustments. And he kicked like a champion. Way smaller than Jano. And Jano was there doing the thumbs up, man. How could you not for this kid who pulls off two 52 yarders? Never done in NFL history, by the way. First time ever a rookie kicker. This kid's been in six, count them, six different camps comes back for more talking about taking a beating to get where you need to be i don't know if he's going to kick another field goal for the raiders but i gotta tell you he deserved the game ball because this kid kicked some ass on sunday and that's a fact cook as as uh, you know advertised uh that's the kind of end, the Raiders have been looking for for quite some time. I'm loving it. <laughs> I am loving it. Now, the stats for the game were really close to the same. If you didn't see the football game, you wouldn't know really who won unless you looked at the score. Seth Roberts shows up big just like he did last year. Didn't skip a beat. This kid can ball, and the fact that we still have him is a testament to Veggie McKenzie. Excuse me, Veggie. Reggie McKenzie, got some love back on you for this week, bro, for the defense. That's a fact. Mack got his first sack of the season of many, I'm sure. Our defensive push, VanderDose, in the middle. Who is this guy? This rookie is looking kind of scary. If he can improve throughout the season, I got no worries about our defense because if we can get push in the middle, we don't need... A lot of help on the
3: outside. The story of the game on Sunday, and you mentioned it, Bill. How poorly they started on on defense, and you know, three long third downs. Mariota hit Two to Rashard Matthews, the long third uh, third down down the sideline to the rookie Corey Davis. Then they they fool the Raiders in the pull option. Reed, you know, they cut uh, Reggie Nelson with the uh, with the tight end Delaney Walker, and they get fooled slanting down. Kajer chases it. So you're behind, you're scrambling. It's like, Jesus, you've got to score 40 points to win today. It's just like last year. But then after that, they settled in. Tennessee did not score a touchdown the rest of the game. What, what did you see from the Raider defense, Bill, initially, and based on what you saw last year in the preseason where they weren't good, and how they fundamentally got better throughout the course of the game?
5: Well, what I, what I, what I saw, Greg, was Tennessee all of a sudden went into a passing attack. I thought they were effective when they were more balanced running the ball. And they got to where they started throwing the ball more. And with the Raider defense getting off the second half, getting off in third downs, and then making them kick field goals. Because the whole game comes down to this. They had to kick three three field goals. If they don't kick those field goals, they score you know two touchdowns there, that's a different deal. So the key to this was making them kick field goals when they got down there. 2-7 on third downs in the second half for Tennessee, Bill. The, they, the Raiders got off the field, and really when their offense kind of bogged down there in that third quarter, the defense stepped up and forced Tennessee to punt and held that lead because that was the biggest issue we had. Can the defense protect the lead? You and they can, did. You can usually look at third downs in the in the first half and the second half, and you look at the third downs – and Emmett Thomas, my de- defensive coordinator, when I was in Philadelphia, he focused everything he preached getting off the field on third down because it's like a turnover. People don't realize that. When you win on third down, you usually win the game.
3: You're too young to remember. You know how good of a player Emmett Thomas was, Bill? Oh did you, did you see him play? <laughs> he was. Seeing he Jimmy Marcellus. I mean, after Haynes and Lester, they were the second second best duo corners ever to play. He was a great player. Lo, Lo, what did you see from the Raiders' defense initially when they got fooled on the pull option? Reed couldn't uh, get a stop on third down to progressively getting better throughout the afternoon.
2: Yeah, I, I thought when you look at the, what the Raiders were able to do defensively, you got nervous. You said, oh, my God, early in the game they go 80-some yards and score. and You're like, here we go again. Here goes this shootout. The David, you know that these two teams are going to go at these two quarterbacks are going to be in a shootout, the last team with the ball again, but not so fast. You saw a team to me make adjustments. I don't understand. They pulled it out on the read, and you saw Mariota pick up twenty yards on one of the runs. I, I thought that they didn't do it enough. The, uh, the Titans, that is. I thought that that this offense doesn't necessarily fit Mariota. Carr I think that the Raiders offense fits carr. This one, Mariota they don't know if do they want to be a running team. Do they gonna run? They got a two headed monster, so they're gonna pound the ball. Do they really have offensive weapons? They're probably their best prolific weapon is a tight end and Delaney Walker. So when you look at Tennessee I thought when you when you watch them and you watched our defense, the defense played very well. You look at Pagano, the back end of the team, you didn't see last year, what, 60 plays or over 20 yards or more? Yeah, 61. 61. So now you have a D, D coordinator, assistant defensive coordinator, and Pagano that we talked about it early this year, we talked about when he signed, that this defense was going to get better. It didn't show it right away in preseason, but at now when the bullet's for real, you saw this team keep everything in front of them. You, you saw him trust and take. Technique. How many times last year you saw guys in front of the guys and they took their eyes and their hands off their work and they panic and they're grabbing a guy for a P.I., you know, automatic first down on third down. How many times you've seen guys blown coverage and a guy's running down the middle of the field wide open? How many times have you saw all these different things happen to this defense in crucial situations that put them in a bad situation? So now... You saw a team keep everyone in front of them, and they tackled. And I thought they did a great what job you're saying, of Love, tackle.
5: Is you make them earn it?
2: Yes, you make them earn it.
5: You make, don't give. You don't up, have them, you, you don't give up with a mental error. You make them earn it every play, and, and that's what they had to do. Totally you, agree. And you,
3: and you don't have the center fielder vacate the post. I thought Reggie Nelson exactly. played one of his best games as a Raider. You know, he stayed home and he was shading. He was giving a little cloud coverage on Sean Smith's side. Sean Smith, Bill, even highly critical of him. Uh, I thought they had a great plan and how to use him. They they always had a safety help over the top. They took a shot late in the game against him deep and he was able to actually get get out, you know, cover pretty well, but Reggie Nelson came over. You know, they used him in the nickel early. Later in the game he came in in the base. Cause I think they were more worried about the uh the uh the wide runs and they needed this body in the run game over TJ Carey. They also used him inside matching up with uh, Delaney Walker. Although Walker stayed in to block on Khalil Mack a lot, they brought in another corner Dexter McDonald and used Sean Smith to play inside in that linebacker, you know, safety role matching up with tight end. So have they finally figured out a way with safety help over the top to give him a little more of a of a diverse role where Sean Smith can actually be effective this year, Romo?
5: Well, I think uh, you know, with Conley not being able to play, you had no choice. You had to keep him. Because I felt like he was going to get cut. After that preseason, I thought he was not going to be on this football team. But you realize there are ways you can use him. You just can't put him on an island because he'll get exposed. And you can't put him against speed. If you can put him against a big-body receiver that doesn't have the Jets, he'll play all right. If if you use him against maybe a tight end, That's a situation where maybe he can do all right because he can use his big body. But if you put him against speed or small little guys that can make you look foolish, that's where, uh, you know, he'll look bad. And he, you know, they used him in the right way this game.
2: Yeah, I I totally agree. Competition sometimes breeds success, and it causes guys to stand up and play better. You saw Sean Smith. He understands who's going to be on his heels. He understands they drafted this young rookie to come in here and play. Last year, you didn't have necessarily that much competition, so it was just musical chairs, who can play corner. Now you got to throw Sean in there, and Sean's either going to sink or swim this year because he's in a situation where he's got pre, to step in and the play
5: preseason. Ball. He was pre- – it looked like pressing. he was pressing. It did. Pressing too – trying way too yeah. hard. Well, you know what the
3: coaches were saying? They, they were saying before the game on Sunday to me, we're trying to get him motivated. And I thought, motivated? Mm. <laughs> the motivation is he's going to get cut out of the league. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't see it as a motivation thing. I thought it was more of a skill thing. But they did carve out a role. But the other issue is Gary and Conley's been slow to heal from this thing. You know, going back to June, uh, the little shin uh, thing he had. Sure. He, he's getting better. So now what do you do with Sean Smith? Because to me, he's your fourth corner. Uh, Amerson, Conley are clearly better. I think the big debate they're going to have internally, and there's a faction that likes Sean Smith, there's a faction that likes T.J. Carey, but Amerson and Conley are going to play. Who would you guys play, Sean Smith or T.J. Carey as that nickel third corner? Uh, I'd I'd go T.J. Carey all day long.
2: Yeah, (laughs) You, just by looking at it, you'd say that. You just never know what's going to happen. Sean Smith's going to touch the field. I can give you 27 million reasons why. When you pay a guy <laughs> that kind of money in front of the front office, you're going to give this guy an opportunity to fail and fail bad. And I just don't know if we've seen enough of Sean Smith to say they are done. I know his hips isn't as tight. You, you talked about, Bill, he's good against the press, against bigger receivers, can press guys and take away the outside, do certain things. So is, is this the end of Sean – I just don't think they're going to throw him away yet. I really still believe that this guy is going to, I think he, I think that. They're gonna even maybe even keep this guy even when Conley's healthy. Well,
1: look at
5: Obi Malafonu, who's out for start. eight weeks. Obi Malafonu was that guy they wanted to play in that hybrid spot, that hybrid linebacker spot where he's guarding big tight ends, big uh, maybe slower receivers or whatnot. Sean Smith got that's got to be his role because you talk about well, Bill him playing against Kansas City, for example. Tyreek Hill, DeAnthony Thomas, no, Sean he, Smith can not stay on the field. No, he's he, not playing can he to that cover kid. Travis he Kelsey
3: though. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I know he can't. Yeah. You, know you know who's coming back is Keith McGill, and I think he's a guy that may have that role. McGill may play as early as Sunday, if not Washington, so I hear what you're saying. But, you know, Jelani Jenkins, since we last talked, you know, the Raiders didn't like him. They they wanted to cut him. There was a physical problem. They wound up letting him go. He's free. I don't think anybody signed him yet. So they're going with this trio where Corey James is on the field for all downs, starting as a, a whale linebacker, then later as a Mike. Mark Lee's in the base, not playing a lot of snaps. And then Tyrell Adams, who, uh, you know, who is this guy? 58. He's playing a lot of snaps. Well, what did you see from the, the two inside Raider linebackers on Sunday?
5: Well, what I see from Adams is I see speed and instincts. He's making plays. I thought Jenkins was going to be a shoe in From what I saw, I saw a guy who could run, and I saw a guy who could read, and I'm like, I think this guy's going to make the team, maybe even start, but they decided to move a different direction. But uh I like the way they rotated so the I. linebackers so
2: to make it work. And they, they ran. Adams ran sideline to sideline. I think the I think the biggest key what we're missing here, guys, I don't think we're talking about that defensive front enough. I'm telling oh, yeah. you Zos, that kid out Canada of UC, look good. That kid out of UCLA, Bill, I don't know if you had a chance to see him. He was kissing 94, guys. Bill. He punched he punched the pro bowl, he punched the guard and knocked him back. I mean just he was set creating a new line of scrimmage. They were keeping the linebackers free, Pop, and that's why you saw those side linebackers able to go sideline to sideline because they were clean. They were keeping guys off of them, the defensive front was, and not letting you know, letting them run downhill and letting them run sideline to sideline. I thought they did a great job up front. Got to give Jethro some credit hey, there. Ellis Keep also played. Yeah, Jelly, Jelly, played, better. Jelly
5: yeah. played a lot better. So, you know, it, it really comes down to that front four. Oh, sure. The, those front four play well. The linebacker is going to have an easy time at it.
3: Did you see Vanderdoes last year at UCLA when he weighed like 330? I thought he was Tony Siragusa all over again. But I Goose. think he's more he's more of a penetrator low than he is a – a two-gapper. I mean, you know, he Bruce he would can. just tie up your blocker.
2: He can get upfield and get in your backfield. He can. He can put pressure on the quarterback. You saw him several times put pressure on Mariela and actually cause the sack. Mm-hmm. He didn't get the sack, but because he got in that rushing lane, that passing lane, Mariela had to step Mariela had to step up, and guys were able to get sacks. So I think this guy's more than just a two-gapper sit there and space eater. He can put pressure, like you said, and create that. So if you can keep those guys, keep those big boys, keep those guys off those linebackers, like these guys were able to do the Raiders front it makes those linebackers job a lot easy as a matter of fact Carl Joseph
1: was a beast as well playing hard good hard hitting and did pretty good in coverage I like this kid he's getting better and stronger I love him the way he hits because he's taking guys out making them think twice for the go over the middle which is exactly what we need Cooper like I said what a beast Vanderdoes, great day, unsung hero. Even Smith was doing his job in the secondary uh, better than I've seen him all season last year. Now, I want to say another thing. Uh, T.J. Emerson played like a beast. I mean, I'm sure I'm leaving some people out here, but holy mackerel, we played. A great, great team. I mean this is not some, some hokey uh New York Jets like you know organization and turbo team. This is a team on the rise, a team going the same speed as the Raiders, except for this game for sure. Let me not forget about one cat that I found to be essential in this game was the crab. Crab tree was a beast. Do you see his catches? Do you see that one catch? One-handed, pulled it in? Crabtree. I'm telling you, the Raiders, and they missed several opportunities. I just think that uh, with Lynch's 78 yards, 18 carries, I think this team, <laughs> offensively, is just touching the surface in this game. 26 points, I think, will be a low for the Raiders this season. I really don't care who the defense is that we play. I think we'll be able to push the ball down the field uh, one way or another. The offense is pretty scary, and I'm loving it. (laughs) Now, defensively, we played a good game. I already said special teams is over the top because special teams was very magical in this game. But the defense, I got to give them props for giving so much crap before the game because they bent but did not break. And when it came down to it in the fourth quarter, they started putting it on and believe me, it shows in in the conditioning cuz the conditioning coach got to mention, I got to tell you that too in the fourth quarter, the Raiders didn't look exhausted. 88 degrees outside, 90 degrees in your black uniforms. Absolutely, they looked pretty damn crisp all the way to the last snap. I think the Raiders Uh, The last quarter as well with Lynch carrying the rock, holding the clock. Man, this team looks good. Man, we look good. If we can improve every game, man, oh, man, watch out. Raiders are on the way to the playoffs. show. we got one hell of a team. I am jacked up, and you should be jazzed as I am about the performance of our young team, and that's the gut That's in it. That's the locker room, too. The coaching. I mean, oh my gosh. Dowling's first game. You know, you got to give it to him. Do you see Ken Norton going absolutely freaking berserk on the sideline? Talk about an excited man. He had all the right to be because his defense played their (laughs) ass off. This team played with heart and soul. and I, I'm telling you, the development of this has been long coming, boy. But it's here. And I, I, it might be me. It might be just the way I look at it. But I think the toughness that Lynch brings, after being out of football for over a year and a half, that he brings to this team the power the no-deny, you're not going to dem-
3: deny me that extra yard. I want to go back to where we started, Bill. You were talking about Marshawn Lynch. And, uh, you know, he's a great tackle breaker. Uh, the issue that I had, a little bit low, and you could speak to this well, is I, I I don't want him breaking so many tackles in the offensive backfield or around the line of scrimmage. I thought he was getting, you know, jammed up a lot, and he was forced to break a lot of tackles, and I think the Raiders got a little predictable when he was in the game. I can't recall them play-actioning to him, getting the linebackers to bite up, you know, using Marshawn as a decoy to get behind him. So what did you see? Not so much from Marshawn and how he broke tackles, but just did did the offensive line move back the tight in front? They got a great rush defense, obviously, with Casey. Did they move them back enough on Sunday?
2: I think they got to do better, and you're absolutely right, Papa, that Marshawn Lynch covered up a lot of things. Last year with Latavius, with all due respect, you saw how many times on fourth and one, couldn't get it on, couldn't get it done. How many times were, you know, third and three, run the ball, come up short. Marshawn Lynch, that play that he made on fourth down, he got hit, like you said, what, two, three yards in the backfield? And was able to sidestep the guy. Yeah, and a put, yes, yeah. was that amazing? You're right. He put he took that he put it on the onus on himself to say you guys brought me here for a reason. So he made he covered up a lot of missed blocks up front, and they'll get better. But at times, though, they did come out and create a new line of scrimmage. A lot of times, even when everyone's talking about why did the Raiders stole the ball those three straight times on goal line, because the safety came in, the defense dictated what the what you do. Safety came down, he got nosy. Carp goes to the slant route. Out. Mari beats him. Got to make that catch. One time, another time, the safety came down in the box. They knew it was gonna run. He's gonna come in and penetrate. You can't block the. It can't block air. So that guy's gonna unblock guy, and that where the guy jumped up and made a play. And Mari couldn't go up and get it. So
5: they were they were also though a little predictable when he's in the game. When yeah, he's in I'm the saying. game, they yeah, run him. Oh, it should be some got okay, action. Okay, we got to get, we gotta get out of that's, that because he's also a really good blocker. Yep, that's what and I said can, yesterday, Pop. Remember, you throw it three straight times because I thought if you just line up Marshawn Lynch there, they're going to sell out. They're going to sell out well, the you know run and just try just play to, play to stop. They'll just play action Play pass. action, you're you're right. Right. action.
3: You're right, I, I don't know if they play action fake to Marshawn one time. Can you recall that where they put it in his belly, pulled it out? I mean, that's the whole part. They'll get there. You were talking about Murray, uh, and he's now left the Raiders, went to the Vikings. you see his debut last night? Oh, he night? Fumbled rinse. the first time. He fumbled wow. the first, first time. How high he did that. he run? He didn't bend his knees <laughs> there. He stayed trade went he's, off he's, the track. He
5: <laughs> stayed <standing laughs> straight up running through the hole. No we love you, Latavius.
3: You're terrible. We
5: yeah. Yeah. You fumbled the ball Popped. the first time Popped. with
3: a you new team? We love you more. Zimmer will never give it to you again. The blind guy will never give it to you again.
5: We love you more on the other team.
1: This is the toughness that I think this team, this injection of this toughness, is exactly what we needed at exactly this time. I am so pumped for the Raiders. I'm so glad that as a fan base we got to see this kind of contest. I know it's only the first game. I know it's only first game, but look! <laughs> look at where we came from to where we are. And if you're any kind of fan, you've been watching us for any kind of time you got to be absolutely pumped for this season. I'm so jacked. I can't wait for opening day at the Coliseum. I'm telling you, man. This was a great victory, and a lot of people had us losing this game. I didn't. I knew we could win with our offense. The defense was my only question, and I wasn't sure if special teams would show up. But the defense, man settled down gave me a whole lot more confidence as a fan Uh, this is a good team we played and we beat their ass and that is how you do it you travel and you win and you win convincingly and man i could not be happier and i know neither could you and that is all i have to say about that All right before we get into the pregame i want to throw a little tidbit in here i thought it was pretty funny i had to chuckle ha. <laughs> son of rat son of rat yes the they i hated him as a coach for denver cuz they always beat us pretty good um son of rat goes down in the ball of flames in his first game as a niner coach i'm kind of liking that actually okay let's move on to the pregame for the jets <laughs> I had to throw that in. Okay, the JETS are going down, 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 baby, at home, at the black hole, at the Coliseum, in front of the Oakland Raider crowd.
2: I got your back. You got mine. ask my brother. Me in the down the middle. I'mma ask my brother. We ain't came to hurt nobody. Homie. man, I came to break somebody. Go school, elbow swinging, to catch somebody. Three second flat line, jack, eight of somebody. Yeah. The way this game is beast on beast. But the winner determines who's the cricket, the conqueror, the beast. And the proof is when you knock a man off of his feet and make him look into the eyes of the beast. The world we got is of the of my brother.
1: September 17th, Sunday at 105 p.m. the oakland raiders host the new york jets in an epic battle trust me these two teams look up some raider history now folks these two teams have been blowing each other out for many many years i mean there's a lot of hate there's a lot of history a lot of championships i mean these two teams have battled it out for a long time these afc division rivals however this season is a little bit different for the jets The Jets always play the Raiders hard. They always come here, man. I remember when they lost like seven games in a row. And they come to Oakland. And we might have won three games, but they beat us at home. And that's some bullshit. But those days, I believe, are far over, folks. The Jets are 0-1 after being beat and dismantled by the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are no joke. They're a pretty good team, but they manhandled the Jets. I love that that word. They certainly did. Uh, The Jets got blown out by the Bills, and they're 0-1, and they're reeling. Todd Bowles, their coach, is on the super hot seat. He does not look happy uh, at any point in this season, even before this game. He looked like he was taking antidepressants, to tell you the truth, uh, because I was watching the Jets. I knew we had him on the schedule and they don't look very happy as a combined team. They got two rookies and the defensive backs. Got a safety, Jamal Adams and Marcus May. Both say, both of them are very good players in college, but rookies. I expect Crabtree and Cooper to have a field day for sure. Even though the Jets have a formidable defensive line, I, I just think we can manhandle them again. Just like well, better than the Bills actually, because I think our running game. Can certainly uh, blow them out. They have no run blocking. Matter of fact, their run D is probably one of the worst in the league to start this season. Josh McCown, Josh McClown, uh, he does his best, man. I like this young man. I like Josh. I think he's a good guy. I think he's got a good heart. But I just don't think he's he's, he's a a first-rate franchise quarterback. And they had some difficulty at quarterback. They always have the last few years. Uh, And they're still having difficulties in that position. Their defense was pretty strong, but I just think uh, they're coming in uh, as a wounded line, I would have to say. Because when you lose your force contest, the first thing you want to do as a team is win that second one and get that nasty taste out of your mouth, if you know what I'm saying. The Jets are kind of come to Oakland and get the nasty taste out of their mouth. But, man, I'm telling you, they better get some scope on the way home because they're going to have a nasty taste uh, when they leave, because I don't think they're leaving Oakland with a W. I can tell you that right now. They should not. The Oakland Raiders on all sides of the ball should destroy the Jets. The way I see it, um, unless something traumatic happens, heaven forbid, we should be able to dismantle the Jets with a nice, steady run game. I think we should use Washington and Richard and scat back the living daylights out of him because McCoy had a great time. Doing that to them. And I think we could do that without using Lynch too much. Uh, We'll have to see. I think our quarterback with our receivers, Patterson, our tight end Cook, we should slice and dice the Jets all game long. So I'm telling you, I think we got the W here. I know it seems like an easy win. It's not. There is no easy win in the NFL. And the Jets, like I said, have come in here beaten, bruised, and broken and beat the Raiders When we were a better team. I do not expect that shit to happen in Oakland. uh, For sure. For a couple of reasons. One. The house will be maxed the hell out. There will not be a place to stand anywhere near the Coliseum. There will not be a place to park. The crowd will be on fire. Let me tell you man. This is what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about Raider football at home. The Coliseum. On a Sunday, opening game, there ain't nothing like it. And if you can get to the Coliseum this year from wherever you may be, it will not let you down. It will be a moment in time that you will treasure, I guarantee it, because the Oakland Raiders are the real deal, man. And they're bringing it home to the crowd. They're bringing it home to the fans. And I just believe, I believe this team wants to win a championship before they leave the hallowed ground of the Coliseum. Oakland Coliseum, that is. So if you can make this game, you better make this game. And there's not much else I can say about this this game. Sounds like I'm a little bit light, but honestly, uh, the Jets shouldn't even have a chance. Uh, not that they say that they can't, because on any Sunday, we know what can happen. But if the Raiders play and they settle down early, like they did in Tennessee, and just do what they got to do. I think this team is ready to do it, and I just cannot wait to see it in front of my face. Bad Boys of Barbecue will be in the house. All the Raider fans, Juan Jorge, uh, I mean Skulls, I mean every super fan that has ever come to the Coliseum will be there. I can tell you that for sure. Epic time to be at the Coliseum. I can hardly wait, man. I can smell the barbecues from here. The rumble of the crowd. The Raiders being screamed throughout the Coliseum. Man, there is nothing freaking like being there. So, I can't go on anymore because I'm just going to explode right here sitting here. This Sunday, get your ass in a seat. The Raiders are playing the Jets. Don't miss it. And that is all I have to say About that. All right, let's get on this bone line. 1 800 620 7181. 1 800 620 7181. Raider Nation Podcast is in the house. Let me tell you, we're rolling this whole season. This is the Raiders, and this is your podcast. And you call in, tell me what you're doing, because now you can call in with some joy, some positiveness, and some great. raider feelings i'm sure some stories this whole season will be epic all right who is first on the line our first caller is my very good brother raider damien cool cat great cowboy trust me he is the raider cowboy as far as i'm concerned what is happening from placer county my good brother
2: raider
6: greg raider randy This is Raider Damien up here in Placer County. Well, happy 2017 football season to you both and the Raider Nation out there. So a couple quick things, Greg, uh, from the past I wanted to talk about. Uh, Number one, haven't called in uh, this year, so I I wanted to to throw a quick thing about the Vegas, and I know it's been beat up one side and the other. You know, as you know, I've been there at the Coliseum since 1995, haven't missed a game. Um, I've gone through the full range of everything you can do in like brief counseling on this. I've gone from anger. I've gone from acceptance. I've gone back to anger. I've gone to sadness. The bottom line is Mark Davis did what he did. Oakland, Alameda County, whoever couldn't get the job done and they're done. And I will always be a Raider fan, Raider for life. And I hope they do great things in Vegas, but before they go, Bring back one more Super Bowl to Oakland. That's all I ask. Number two, um, I just listened to the last show. Here it is Saturday morning before the Titans game, and I listened to that uh, idiot going off on you. I can tell you, Greg, this Houston thing hits me very, very close to home. I got a lot of relatives, including my 90-year-old World War II veteran father that lives in Katy, Texas. 45 minutes west to Houston on Interstate 10, the Katy Freeway. And I know Houston Raider Steve knows exactly where that's at. They were greatly affected, okay? And your comments that you made on that show were sensitive, and they were timely, and they were appropriate. And I don't know what that guy heard. He just must have been smoking some bad weed or something like that. So what you did, Greg, was completely appropriate, and I appreciate that. Okay, here we are. we got to get on to the season, man, and we got to win the AFC West. And I'll tell you, after watching what the Chiefs did the other night Thursday, <laughs> I don't know that we're going to be able to win the West because we can't go in there and lose twice to uh, KC. We're going to have to get at least one of those games from them, and we're going to need some more help from KC with uh, some more injuries on their side um, because KC looked good. I mean, they looked really good, and I am very confident that our offense can match them. But what I'm not confident in is our defense. And all the defensive uh, issues over the offseason and the preseason have been well chronicled, especially on your last two podcasts. So I just hope that, you know, we can sprinkle some pixie dust or get a miracle or something so that our defense isn't giving up 30-plus points again. Because if that happens, hey, you know what? It's going to be a long season. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So that's all I got to say. We got the Titans tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock here on the uh, West Coast. Looking forward to that, getting in there, having a good first game, putting up a good showing, and uh, marching our way on down the season and hopefully having a home playoff game back in Oakland because I definitely would like a home playoff game back in Oakland before the Raiders move on and do what they need to do in Vegas. So Raider Greg, Raider Randy, you guys keep up the good work. I appreciate it. All the Raider Nation podcasts appreciates what you guys do. And uh, we lo- certainly look forward to hearing these shows each week, Greg. So keep up the good work. Randy, you keep up the good work there behind the scenes, brother.
1: Adios. First thing, let me say thank you for having my back, brother. I just don't think I, – I hope that I don't put myself out there like I'm some pompous asshole. I, I hope that people realize the heart that I have from – At least my career that I had. Because I think it takes a little bit of heart to to do that. But uh, I appreciate you having my back. I'm sure most of the fans do have my back on that one. I called Houston Raider Steve to ask him about his family as well. Um, Not just because I wanted to make a point for this show. That's just who I am, bro. You know, you certainly do. But as far as the team goes, and now I know you saw the Titans game. You saw everything I did. I feel much better about where our defense is. Not great, but I feel so much better because the Titans are a good team. They could put some points up. Our defense held them strong just when they needed to. Man, that's what we need all season long, bro. We need to bring a trophy here. I would love to see a playoff game at the Coliseum AFC playoff game. Bring it, baby, because the last one we had was epic, as you know, bro. Thanks for the call. And our next caller, my very good brother there in Vegas, Raider Steve's in the house. What is up, bro? Tell us what's happening. Hey, Raider
7: Greg. It's uh, Raider Steve in Vegas. The season is here, man. I am pumped. Uh, Dude, I am so pumped, man. This is the first time in a long time that, uh, you know, we have something to look forward to. Uh, one thing that, you know, kind of bothers me, is like, you know, being in Vegas and uh, actually my job is heavily involved, uh, in sports betting and, uh, you know, actually, you know, I'm in the Mirage sports book all the time. Like that's what I do, uh, for one of the gaming companies here. And the narrative all year is about, you know, how often the Raiders are going to be, you know, how they're going to be in the playoffs and everything. And then suddenly this week, everyone's all of a sudden like, oh, I don't know, man, like the Titans, they're going, you know, they look really good. They're going to win the division. You know, I think they're better than the Raiders. They're going to, you know, I think they're going to beat the Raiders and all this stuff. And I'm like, where the hell is this coming from, man? Like all of a sudden the narrative changes and we're going to lose to the Titans, you know, and that could happen. You know, And I, I know everybody's worried about the defense. I am too. Um, but you know, I just think Adam Pagano and listening to Jack, Del Rio talk about it. I think, um, You know, they're not going to be top 10, but they've just got to be better than they were last year, and if they could do that, then I think we've got a good shot, you know. Um, The Titans are a great team. It's going to be – it's probably going to come down to the wire, but I don't understand the sudden flip, man. Uh, I think it's just the media. Like, everybody's getting tired of hearing about the Raiders, uh, especially sports bettors here, you know, because that's one of their their things to do. That's one of their key moves. Whoever the, the public is on, they're going to go against it, right? Um so, you know, the Raiders started favored in this game uh, by, what, I think they were favored by at least a point, at one point. Uh, so that means that Vegas and sports, like the, the people who set the lines believe that the Raiders are a better team because being favored on the road to the Titans, um, they're actually four, yeah, I think it's four-point favorites uh, because the home team automatically gets three points. If you're equal on, an, uh, on another team's field, you know, if they, if Vegas viewed both teams as being equal, the Raiders would be plus three, the Titans would be minus three, right? So the, the line started at minus three. So that means that Vegas thinks the Raiders are four points better than the Titans. And so now all of a sudden the Titans are favored by two. It doesn't make sense, man. I don't buy the hype. I think the media is trumpeted up. I think, you know, just dude, that Dallas game where car did the pump fake and threw right to Cooper. And they took him out after that, man. He looks locked in. He looks pissed off. Um, Man, we got Derek Carr. Man, he's he's the leader of our team. And you know, I know Mariota's great, but I just I think that his sheer will, will and having Lynch and Mac, I just think those guys are going to will us to victory. And to be honest with you, man, I I don't want to jinx anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if we came out and smoked these fools. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised. I just got a feeling, and I God, man. I hope people aren't just killing me on the ball line next week, but that's honestly how I feel. I don't buy into the hype, man. Uh, the Raiders went from the hottest thing in the league to now, like everyone's saying that they're going to, you know, barely, they might not even make the playoffs. They're going to finish 7-9 and crap. So that's all a bunch of crap, you know. Um, anyway, man, love what you do. I don't buy anything to that guy in uh, Houston said, you're a great dude, man, firefighter. Always been generous to me when I go out to Oakland. I have, you know, no questions about you and Randy and the type of people you are. So that guy can, you know, I'm not going to swear, but he can eat a, you know what he can eat. Anyways, man, enjoy the game. Go Raiders. We're going to win. I'm out.
1: And so we did, my brother. And so we did. Yes, I I knew, I said we would win. I said we got a good chance of winning this game in my last show, because I truly believe we had a better team. Even with our defense, I just thought our offense could just continue to put points on the board, and I didn't think they could do it. I didn't think they could keep up with us, and they couldn't. And it wasn't a complete blowout, but if you look at the stats, it looks like we were really close. But it's just where we were, at the times we were, the yardage, where we were on the field. All that matters so much because you could see the score was definitely different. And I just think our team is just going to keep getting better. So, yeah, I saw that, too, and I didn't believe it either. I thought we could win. The only problem I had was the defense. I love the call, bro. Uh, Yeah, you make perfect sense because it didn't make any sense that the Raiders were underdogs in Tennessee. Thanks for the call, brother, and the props. And our next caller is a caller from the past. The Blue Meter Raider is in the house. What you got for us, bro?
7: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is the Blue Meter Raider. Um, I called back, I don't know, about eight,
0: nine years ago when I lived out in Colorado. you um, definitely my go-to for everything Raiders when I lived out there, but I'm obviously back in Cali now, which is nice. But anyways, I just wanted to thank you for your uh, continuing to do the podcast. Um, it really makes season that much better when I get to listen to it every week um like I said Raiders, Raiders thanks for coming back and right, now let's get this win this week and on that go Raider Nation and uh stay blessed I'm out bye
1: well I certainly appreciate all the props bro you know Randy and I try to do our best we're getting older <laughs> believe it or not but uh this is a lot of fun man I love it especially now the Raiders are playing really well and I think the fans are really enjoying it. I love getting the phone calls from fans from the past uh, that have seen the pain that we all have seen. So I appreciate the call and the props, my brother. And our next caller from the great state of Utah. Raider Rick is in the house. Uh, My good brother, man, I love this guy. What's going on, Rick?
8: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Rick from Utah. Hey, I just wanted to say how excited I am for the Raiders' win against the, the Titans. Um, I thought it was a little ironic how everyone was like, oh, the Titans are going to win this, and the Raiders are going to have to do this, and the Raiders' defense is going to have to do that. May I just say, uh, Raiders' defense gave up one touchdown and three field goals, and the touchdown was in the early part of the game. Everything else... Other than that was field goals. So we're, we can get Gary and Conley back, you know, a couple practices and get him playing next game. He's going to just extend that Raider defense and make it better. But can I just say 1-0? And we beat him by 10. So it wasn't like it was, a, you know, close, even though it was a little bit at times. But just want to say I, I'm uh, happy with how the Raiders played. and Marshawn Lynch is a beast. Um, this is Raider Rick. I'm out.
1: Well said, my brother. I mean, I wouldn't think that the defense could play so well. They played their ass off. And, uh, yeah, it was obvious that as the game went on, they got better. So it's good to see. We've got to keep this train rolling, though. You know how it is. Next game is Jets at home. We should manhandle these guys. Let's hope so, brother. Thanks for the call. And our next caller from Delano, California, the Valley. Raider. What's up, brother?
0: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is the Valley Raider calling from Delano, California. Hadn't, hadn't checked in for a while. Glad to hear that you're doing the, the, the bone line again and you're doing the Raider, the Raider podcast again because we need you, man. You already went through the worst of it. It's time to enjoy the best of it, you know what I'm saying? And I've been, for the last last week, two weeks, I've been hearing people just ranting and raving about our defense, That our defense is going to be this, our defense is going to be that. I just finished watching the game. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't um, top 10 defense, maybe top top 15 defense, but that's all we need, man. They were flying around. They were looking good. Um, that kid VanderDose, I heard you ranting about him in the last podcast. He 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 isn't no Gilbert Brown or no 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 run stuffer but he you know he did what we, he did what he needed to do. He played pretty good. Um, our secondary did what they needed to do. I mean, Reggie Reggie almost had that pick. You know he, he should, should work with Crabtree on his hands. You know what I mean? But the only the 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 one big thing I took about this game was Beast Mode running over poor Darrell Casey. That's that that was that was Bo Jackson running over the Boz type thing, man that was off the chain, but you know I'm just happy with the win um they're looking good, and then next, next week next week we got the jets um I'm already going down on the check mark for that game, I mean, I don't wanna overlook them, but come on man, and like I said man don't get don't get don't give up on us man we, we, it, this is gonna be our year man. Since since the pregame, if you if you look at the pregame, you you seen Derek Carr? He had that look in his eye. I mean, it, it's it's our year, man.
1: Screw the cheese, man. Um, Raider, and I'm out. Very well done, bro. Very well done. Great call. You know, Vanderdoes did, man. He did way more than I thought he would do. Uh, matter of fact, I didn't think they'd play him like this, but man. He played very good. And I have to eat those words like I do. I call it like it is. Even when I make a bad call, trust me, I'll call myself out. Uh, The defense played much better than I assumed. And uh, Carl Joseph's the real deal. Yeah, we have some some young players, but we got some guys showing up. Even Sean Smith looked good. Uh, And Lynch, man, putting down the defensive tackle. Casey, pro bowler, by the way. That's the attitude I think this team has got right now and it is only going to get nastier and meaner and more physical I love it man I love it trust me I do love it thank you for the call and the props my bro yeah we're riding this train all the way to the championship let me tell you thanks for the call and our next caller my good brother the Pomona Raider what's happening bro
9: What up, greater nation? This is the Pomona Raider. What's cracking, y'all? One and freaking oh, baby. One and freaking oh. It was uh it was a race for a minute there. I was like, man, I'm gonna go offense versus offense. And then guess what? Our
3: defense,
9: first half, yeah, secondary looked like crap. Um but you know what? It wasn't really Sean Smith, it was a little more TJ Carey. Safety is really just not really – I don't know, man. It's, they want to say miscommunication, miscommunication. That's what it looked like. It looked like a lot of guys that were completely open, finding the zones and sitting in them. Um, but, you know, second half we tightened it up. And uh, I'll say one thing. Mark Lee did pretty good. Thank God we had Corey James. And uh, the stat sheet's not going to show it, but Khalil Mack. I mean, when you watch a game, he was disruptive. He, again, didn't start with sacks in probably the first few games, probably know what's going to happen again. But he was very disruptive. And he had a strip sack, but stupid freaking Irvin had to jump off sides and cause, you know, cause a penalty. So that, that one didn't count. But um, run defense, man, I mean, that was the number three running offense last year. And we did pretty damn well, I, I must say. We did really well. I don't know if it was uh, Malarkey that decided, you know what, we got to go gunning and, and throw passes the whole time against Derek Carr because, you know, that's what we're going to do against them. But when they thought that, what did we do in the third quarter after resting? The beast sold in the second quarter. We turned around. We ran up their ass ah, over and over again. We didn't come out with a touchdown, but we came out with a field goal to go 10 up again in the fourth quarter. And, uh, man, uh, did you see when he did to? I think it was Casey. (laughs) He smote his back, baby. Literally put his shoulder down and dropped that 330-pound suck on his butt. And then a linebacker walked up or safety walked up. He gave him a little shove, too, and took it up for six yards.
10: Love that ish.
9: You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm glad you're back, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Shout out to you, my brother. Um, Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, man. It was an exciting game. We're 1-0, and uh, Chiefs look tough. So waiting for them. To bring that ass down to the Coliseum. Um, yeah, so uh, one last thing. I just barely listened to the the podcast that came out a few days ago, or maybe yesterday, I don't know, about the Titans pregame and everything. And Greg, later, later, you're, you're starting off about a, a caller who I think he just didn't understand what you're saying. I completely understand what you said. I think you uh, kind of went on a rant that was uncalled for, um, because what you're saying is basically we don't know what's in God's book that He's written for us in our daily lives. We have we have freedom of choice and, and, and free will, um, you know. But the hurricane that comes in, I mean, everything's written. All of our lives have been written. I mean, we're just we're just running through them. We have to make that choice to follow Him or not. And all Greater Gray was saying, brother, was that you know. You know, sometimes you got to look for the silver lining as rough as that is. You know, um, I'll give you my own experience in the last four weeks. My brother, my mother, my grandmother and my mother-in-law both were diagnosed with cancer almost a year ago. They both barely had their surgeries. My grandma got her face facial surgery and they got everything out. And she starts radiation to get the last little bit in the next week or two. She has a trach, you know, so that was a good thing. And she sho- she, she she went through that. Now, my mother-in-law had surgery on Friday. Blessings to her. Um, They went in there. They could not touch the cancer. They're going to try for chemo and radiation. And so what we said is they took off the tumor that was on her leg, a big 20-pound tumor, removed it. She's finally going to be able to walk normally without a hindrance. And what the silver lining is is this. They would not touch that tumor unless it was cancer-related, which it wasn't. So God went ahead and said, you know what, you guys don't want to help? This blessing of a woman out, we're going to make it cancer in your eyes, remove that, and then we'll go in and hit the chemo radiation afterwards. So my mother-in-law said, you know what? She cried a little bit and said, I'm in it for the fight, the silver lining, brother. You know what I'm saying? People are dying in, in Houston as well as, you know, people die all the time, and it sucks, and it's heartbreaking. So what Rader Greg was just saying is there's a message from there from God. It ain't like, oh, I'm going to shit on you guys. Screw you, Texas. No, brother. It's not what he's saying. It's maybe it's saying, you know, know, in this time of tragedy, look what J.J. Watt did. Raised $20 million to help people out. They didn't do that in Louisiana, man. That's all he's saying. Let's let's look for a silver lining. Obviously, God is doing something, but you can't blame him. I don't know what else to say about that. He just, Rader Greg, meant no ill will towards that. And and Rader Randy put together the message right before that so we can listen to what Rader Greg said. And there was no ill will in that message. You know, so with that being said, um, I love you all. Raider Nation, stay strong, stay together. And let's do this. Man, Marshawn Lynch is the word, brother. All right, later.
1: My man. My brother. I could not have explained it. You explained it way better than I did, bro. And I appreciate that. Blessings to you for that. And, uh... You know, thank you so much, man. You almost made me cry. Be honest, man, honestly. Because uh, you explained it better than I possibly ever could have. And uh, thanks for having my back on that, too. Because I'm glad that you understand. And like I said, your explanation, well, there's nothing else I could say except for thank you from the bottom of my heart, brother. You know, that's not enough. Let me just say this. You know, I, I, I'm certainly going to pray for your mother-in-law and your grandmother for sure as we all should for everyone and anyone that's caught up in that because you know this becomes the most important thing to us our lives our family all these things that are really important not just football so uh, may god bless your family bro and you for being strong because uh well, god puts people in a place uh to do his 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 job his will if you know what i'm saying. So God bless your family, man. Uh, now, that is all I have to say about that. <laughs> thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Raider Keith from Sonora. What's going on, my brother?
4: Raider Greg, this is Keith from Sonora, California. Uh, calling, first of all, and say thanks for the uh, happy birthday wish I got from you guys. My birthday, which was uh, Friday. And uh, second, you know, I was a little upset with you on this last show that you, uh, you were talking real down on that defense, which looks terrible last year and looks terrible in that preseason. But man, it showed up in that second half of this Tennessee Titan game. It locked it down, basically. A couple bad flags, the body slam by Irvin. Yeah, put them in good position. But that Raiders defense tackled real well, it batted balls down real well, it put pressure on, it was pretty solid. I'm not going to say it won the game for them, but it showed up in the second half big time. That team, as a team, offense, defense, special teams can play like that. That team's going 12-4, 13-3, no problem. And another thing is this referee's got to get those flags right. That running into the kicker when King got ripped apart looked like, how they call that a running into the kicker without a roughing? Anyways, a couple things here and there. I thought they looked pretty dang good, though. It's a tough place to play, and it's a pretty good offense they went up against, and I feel that defense played real well. Made the tackles, batted the balls down, scored points. This team's going to be good. Thank you. Have a good day.
1: Oh, Raider Keith, I don't know if we ever had a call or end this call by saying, have a good day. (laughs) I do love it. And I'm going to eat my words. I tell you guys all the time, call me out, and I'm glad you do because that's what makes our show. I don't know everything shit. Far from it, bro. We won the damn game. I think the defense did win the game for us. Hell yes, they did. Just think if that the Titans have a pretty good offense, man, they could have slapped a bunch of points on us if it wasn't for the defense in the second half. Hell yeah, they won this game. The offense did their job. The defense did their job. And our special teams did a hell of a job. And you're damn right that the 15-yard penalty on Marquette King Because you are not allowed to hit the down leg. The kicking leg, yes, but the down leg, you can't even touch it. And it was a blatant 15-yarder, which they blew, typical. Got to agree with that. Yeah, man, our defense looks way better than I thought it would. Uh, Let's just hope for some more improvement. Uh, That's the side of the ball we need the help on. But you could see the coach. Shit, did you see Ken Norton? I thought he was going to jump out of his body. He was so excited. And that's, you know, of course made me excited. The defense went excited. And they rose to the occasion. Hell yeah. Eating my words as we speak, bro. Absolutely. Appreciate the call and the honesty, faux show. And our next caller, well, you'll know him once I introduce him. Obi Wan Reader.
11: Arise, Lord Beast Mode. Throw the shoulder and show a 300-pound DT scrub that he is no match for the Force. (laughs) What up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider calling in from Spring, Texas. Bros, my little females and my dudes and my little dudes and my little females, we are 1-0, and oh, baby. Take that. I don't care if some people say it's the Titans. I don't care. You start the season off right, 1-0, and oh, and we owe it to our defense. They shut them down. They bent but didn't break when they needed to. Big shout-out. To the new kicker. Sebastian Who? Yeah. Giorgio tavecchio uh, he's gonna be our kicker from now on. The only thing is if C Bass wasn't there, that one kid wouldn't have hurtled him like they did Tavecchio, but hey, he made all of his kicks. It was clutch. Amari Cooper, the extra weight, the dog mentality that Carr is talking about, I'm seeing it. Man. That one, one where he refused to go down. And he wanted that touchdown. He said, "No, this is my football. This is my end zone to break." I am getting a little worried about uh, Crabtree though. There's a lot of catches. He seemed to juggle and, and double catch. All that aside, Raider Craig, Raider Randy, I just want to say shout out. Love you guys, man. We miss you, man. I know that it doesn't feel the same to you, brother. I know that, but we we're still here in Oakland, man. They are still our team no matter what, bro. I hope you and the family are doing all right. That goes for you, Raider Greg, and you, Raider Randy, and all my Raider Nation brethren out there. Just bask in the love, baby. We are one and O. Oh. Man, I'm sitting here chilling at Coach's Sports Bar, and it's just the love from the, the numerous amount of Raiders that were in there. Apparently, they take it over every Sunday. This is a new spot I just found out about. They're in Houston on 290 and Jones Road. And all you hear is from other teams, man, there's a lot of Raider fans in here. There's a lot of Raider fans in here. There are more Raiders fans in here than Texas fans. And Texas fans look pissed off. Pardon the language, Raider Greg. Okay. Whew. Jacksonville whooping up on them like that? Man, I'm just excited. I'm trying to contain it, Raider Greg. I know I can fly off the handle. Obi Wan Raider just throwing some love out to my Raider, to my Raider brethren. And uh I'm just happy, man. Marshawn looked good, ninety-two yards, Richard looked good, Amari Cooper looking like mini beast mode, okay? Like the little Skittles fun pack instead of the full size pack. At any rate, one love, Raider Nation. Houston strong, we are still alive. We are still hanging out. The water didn't wash us away, and it was good to see football and not have to worry and think about the damage that was done to your house from the hurricane. I love you, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Please don't stop, guys. You are therapy for us. We love you, man. Obi-Wan Raider out. Here's to going 2 and 0 baby. JTS yes. has gone down. The plane is down. Obi-Wan Raider and I'm
12: out
1: man i love your calls bro it's always so good i'm glad that you're doing well i hope you are you didn't say any complaints but in the end that's how you are bro um there you go all you raider fans out there by houston he's pointing out the bar to go to pack the place up and push everybody else out <laughs> just like we do at the coliseum it's a beautiful thing yeah the defense won this game i gotta tell you uh if it wasn't for them standing up tall and doing their job uh, and special teams I mean it's a team win and this is a complete team win so everybody contributed which I love like I said Cooper's got a little Lynch in him and Lynch got all kinds of Lynch in him and the beast mode is real and there's a lot to be positive about we are 1-0 and the Jets are coming into Oakland I don't know what to say about that but uh, abandon ship because <laughs> they going down bro opening day at the coliseum are you serious they're not going to be able to hear themselves think man because the nation's going to be crazy up in that house thank you for the call brother it's always good and our next caller from the east coast that is raider jim's in the house he's a little excited as we all are what's going on bro
11: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, how about them Raiders opening 2017 with a win in Nashville. This is Raider Jim calling from the East Coast, and man, it feels good to start the season with a win. The offense looks great. Carr was sharp. You know, got a little concerned about Cooper dropping a few passes, but hey, he made up for it with uh, his other great catches and great play. Crabtree was solid, of course. Seth Roberts caught a touchdown pass, and every time he catches a touchdown pass, it seems like the Raiders win. I think the big story of the day, though, was Tovecchio. I mean, I never thought I would say that the kicker was the big story, but but here we have Seabass on the bench, unable to play, and here comes Giorgio Tevecchio and goes four for four and hits 252 yarders. Man, it was awesome. It was great. I loved it. Uh, I still am a little nervous about the defense, although they tightened up a little bit. Man, they looked they looked soft at the at the beginning of the game. So still a little nervous about that. And 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 last but not least, beast mode. It looks like Marshawn Lynch is back in beast mode. So I'm feeling a little better about 2017. Feeling pretty good. Um, still nervous about playing Kansas City, man. But uh, hey, all I have to say is go raid us.
1: Well, thanks for the call, brother. Of course, you know, Trevecchio out of nowhere. I mean, who would have expected that? Nobody. I I don't know. I didn't expect it. Matter of fact, I didn't even realize that Janikowski was on the bench. I know he had back injury or back issues, but uh, I guess that night he went to the coach and that was it. You know, what are you going to (laughs) do? What what are you going to do? You know that uh, you got to throw the young man out there, and look what happened. He performed greatly. The defense played a great role in this win. There's no doubt in my mind um, at all, and special teams was off the chain. I mean, you you have to love Marquette King's kicking. You have to love uh, Cordell Patterson's running. I mean, Cordell Patterson. We look complete, and as far as the Chiefs go, you know, by the time we get to play these guys, we might be up in uh, in a great place with experience and some patterns and some better communication. Who knows what can happen then? I ain't counting out the Raiders. That is a fact, bro. Thank you for the call. And our next caller from Ontario, California, Raider Base. He's in the house. What's up, bro?
13: Hey, what's going on, Raider Nation? This is Raider Base calling from Ontario, California. Um, overall, I thought this was a pretty good game. I'm happy with the results. Um, now, let's get into some things. Um, Derek Carr had a nice and efficient day. It was 22 out of 32 uh, passes, 262 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, the Raiders had a combined... Uh, with their, with everybody rushing the ball was over 100 yards, which is really good, which is what you're trying to get. Uh, it doesn't matter who gets the load. Uh, I mean, the lead of the load, as long as, you know, if they could do it combined, that's perfectly fine. Uh, on the Tennessee side, Mariota actually threw the ball for 41 times, and uh, the Raider defense only allowed 256 yards through the air and actually under 100 yards. Uh, rushing, which is pretty good. We all know that the Titans defense um, uh, is pretty good against the run, and their offense is pretty good rushing the ball. But my credit wants um, – I want to give my credit to Todd, Dowling, Todd Dowling. Um For his first time being an OC, I thought his plays were very consistent at the end of the game. They stuck to the run. We've seen in the before where – uh, maybe they ran, ran, and then passed and weren't able to convert, and we had some trouble there. But they stuck with the run. They got it done, and they did it, and that's what's important here. We saw the Raiders take a step forward. Um, they had a better results this game than they did last year, which is very impressive. Um, you guys got to stop banging on defense. Yes, they let up some some plays. Um Ellis could have got two sacks. He was applying pressure up the middle. Uh, they they kept a tight end and a tackle on Mac most of the day. Um, but the defense overall did a very good job in coverage. Um, there were some things there where they're still getting used to playing zone. So it's going to take uh, a little bit. But overall, I thought it was a very good uh, team win. So. Very good job, guys. Uh, Thank you for letting me speak on your show. And until next time, go Raiders.
1: Well, that's what I want you to do, bro, is call back and speak on the show anytime you like about any subject at all. That's what we do here. You can say what you like here on the Nation Podcast. So, yeah, the defense, like I said, I'll eat crow all day long because we won, and we won because the defense stiffened up in the second half. Three field goals. And Mariota's no joke. He's got some weapons to throw to as well. I think the combination of the pressure uh, with the defense, the field position is, cannot be understated. That when you guys, when you start somebody back at the 12 or the 10 and make them all come all the way back, that's a whole lot better than having someone start at the 50. Um, so, the, the the whole team played an amazing game, a complete game. I'm totally impressed. I want to see the defense develop and improve, not have like a good game and then a bad game and a good game. I want us to continue to have improvement. That would be a great thing because then if we can do that, uh, there's no place we cannot go and win. It's going to be a tough season, but so far I see a lot of toughness in this team appreciate the call bro and our next caller is Raider Bray from LA that's Los Angeles for everyone <laughs> that didn't know what's up brother hey Raider Greg
10: Raider Randy this is Raider Bray from LA and uh, glad to see you're on this pony and riding it Watched the game last night uh, on my NFL game pass, and uh, it was awesome. Hey, Raiders are looking good. Mar- Beast Mode is with us. you got to love that. He's powering down. Um, defense is looking pretty good, and uh, I think we're going to have a good season. It was, it was nice of uh, Tennessee to give us that gift uh, on the first kicked off the so onside kick. Uh, but even with that, uh, we, we beat them handily. So, uh, yay. Uh, I think if just a little bit better quarterback play and uh, a little more pressure on the quarterback uh, from the defense, and we're going to be looking really good. Uh, of course, we've got to deal with Kansas City a couple of times this year. Hopefully we can find their number and put them down. So, anyway, Raider Bray in L.A. calling to say, hey, we we got a team. I think we're going to make not only the playoffs, but I think we're going to the Super Bowl. So, yay, it's about time.
1: <laughs> Go Raiders. Love the call, bro, and I love the optimism as well. Yeah, if our defense can continue to improve and we have some super freaks come out, you never know what can happen. I think Super Bowl is possible. I never thought I could say that before, but, you know, the, the team looks good. The Chiefs going to be tough to beat. And, you know, to beat the Chiefs, you got to beat Andy Reid. He is a tricky schemester when it comes down to the offensive schemes. Boy, let me tell you, he has the weirdest plays, but they always work out. It's kind of weird. We have to beat him. We have to beat his mind. We have to read his mind if we're going to beat this Chiefs team because I know we can. It's whether we're ready and coached up well enough to do so because I think Whenever we play the Chiefs, it's a coaching thing. Uh, a lot of it is. They got a lot of talent. We got a lot of talent. Uh, I think if our co- coaches could come out and ouch coaches chump, uh, we could do a pretty good job. Thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. And we are going places for sure. And next from Turlock, California, Raider Bubba's in the house. What you got for us, my brother?
12: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, how you guys doing? And Raider Nation, this is Raider Bubba from Turlock, California. Shout out to my Raiders, Raider Frog, Raider Allah, and Raider Groot. Oh man, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, what a game yesterday! What a game! Um, I can tell Raider Nation. Props to you. Did we show up? All oh, those coops. Oh man, everywhere we go. Um, yeah, Greg, um I totally agree with you on the division standings. Um, you know, I think um KC's just so dang good. We really need to split with them this year. Um and uh and we got a shot as well. If we can split with them, uh we got a shot as well. But yeah, I, I agree with you on that and then uh the game yesterday. Um totally uh totally impressed. Um um the offense, uh, you know, Carr, uh he was looking pretty good, man. Um he, he's almost there in mid-season form. You know, there were some miscommunications, and, and but, you know, time will fix that. Uh, Jared Cook. Oh, man, I love that guy. Um, Coop. Um, Coop. You know what? Coop is Coop. He he is damn good, and he's damn good enough. I hear this stuff like, when's he going to step up like Julio Jones and Odell Beckham? Well, God damn, he's good enough. And, and if he never gets that elite, I'm fine with that. He's damn good enough for me. And uh, man, Coach Downing, I was super impressed. Uh, one thing though, with Coach Downing, uh, when Marshawn Lynch was in the game, oh man, is he still still be mode or what. But when he was in the game, they were dropping a safety down in the box. It was eight or nine man boxes. I mean, when that when the team does that, shoot, let's play action net and, and burn them, burn them bad. But anyway, um, I was happy with the offense, um, defense. You know, I was like, I was, you know, I was like you, Greg, and a lot of. Um, Raider fans like why didn't we dress a little better in the off season? You know, especially like Reggie, Jack, you know Norton, all all former linebackers. And, and how how's a team without <laughs> much former linebacker leadership? Uh, linebackers are our weakest, our <laughs> our weakest uh, place in the defense. But it, it's okay. You know, I actually thought Lee and and James and, and uh, Adams actually held down pretty good. One thing I can tell though, when we went to that soft zone, they he liked to pick it apart in there with the linebackers to cover and that's gonna be exploited, especially when we battle uh more elite quarterbacks. Um so we gotta work on that and then uh but dang, dude, did I, that that uh Tennessee O line is, is no joke. They are pretty good. And did I see some penetration all game? Uh especially from uh Van and, and Hester. The dang rookies, uh L Ellie Justin Ellis was slimmed down looking better. Mario Edwards looks totally back. Um, that is going to help us all year if those guys can ball like that, and so uh, I'm super excited. Um, you know, I'll be there home opener next week, and that should be a, a, a dominating win. You know, we start season two and zero. Oh. Uh, I'm just we need to pick up these early games because it gets a lot harder down down the schedule. I think we all know that. Anyway, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, love what you guys do. Keep doing it, Raider Bubba's out.
1: Nice call, bro. Very nice call. Well done. Yeah, you summed it up, man. That's exactly what went down. I'll tell you the truth. I think that uh, Carr was a little nervous, and I think we're just going to get better throughout the season. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I don't know how well Kansas City will do without Barry. Maybe they got an answer for that. I don't think so. Barry is a huge component of uh, – that's like losing losing Cam Chancellor for uh, for the Seahawks. That's a big loss. Hopefully that'll equalize us a little bit more and uh we'll be able to go in there especially if they come to our house. I don't want to see that anymore. I want to send the Chiefs home uh beaten battered and bruised. Faux show. Thank you for the call, brother. And next, my very good brother, nicer guy you could never meet, I'm telling you right now. Houston Raider Steve, season ticket holder by the way, in Houston. Oh oh yeah. What's happening, my brother? Hello, Raider
14: Nation. Great win up there in Nashville yesterday. Boy, what a story about the field goal kicker. He's been with the Raiders camp four times and he was cut. Uh, Seabass, I think, went out on Friday, I think it was. it was. He got the call on Saturday, either Friday or Saturday. He went out and kicked two fifty two 52-yard field goals. That's a uh, Nobody on the Raiders has kicked over a 50-yard field goal except for Sebas, Sebastian Janikowski. He was the first rookie to hit uh, two 50-plus yarders in his debut. Man, he he was a lifesaver, man. When he hit that one right before halftime, that field goal, that 52-yarder, they said the Raiders' sideline erupted, man. They were pretty loud, I can, I can imagine. You know, he was a winning. He, he, the reason why they won the game. A big part of it, he kicked four field goals and did the extra points. He scored more points than the fantasy players, Derek Carr, or anybody on the Raiders team or even on other teams. So uh, he was uh, born in Milan, Italy, and he was got his degree in uh, political uh, economy at Cal, and he just went out and knocked him. Whoever thought that Seabass would you know, be at the twilight of his career and there would be some guy in the wings that would just uh, go out there and perform the way Giorgio did, man, hit those field goals. He's up in the Bay Area. Man, what a great win by the Raiders. Everybody, you know, you know, we could have a good team, but we don't know how good. It was great to see Carr come back and resume the play to the highest you know, standards and levels that he performed last year before the injury. Cooper made some big catches. Beast Mode was running like a beast, mowing over people, knocking the crap out of 300-pound guy. Anyway, what a great win for Raider Nation, man. What a way to start the year. You know, it gives us a lot of hope, man. Here in Houston, all they talk about is a team that couldn't shoot straight, man. <laughs> Seven points in the whole game. They got sacked eight times. Their offensive line is horrible. But anyway, we got to give all the kudos to Reggie McKenzie going out and getting the players, him and Captain Jack, Jack Del Rio, and the entire staff, man. This is going to be our year. This is our time. People are projecting us to compete. There's a good chance some people are saying that they'll be playing – New England, possibly up in New England, for the AFC Championship. I know the proverbial phrase, one one day at a time, one game at a time, and that's what we're doing. We're not counting our chickens before they're hatched. This is a hell of a way to start off the year, man, for the Raiders, and I can't tell you how proud I am as a Raider fan. All those years of us being like the Houston Texans were yesterday and being mediocre after the you know, 2002 up to now, you we know, were the ashes in the Kenyatta of the NFL, everybody like to take shots at Al, the team. We're not doing that anymore. We're getting a lot of respect from Skip Bayless and Michael Smith or Steve Smith, whatever his name is. Anyway, I don't watch that show that much, but anyway, go Raiders. We're back, baby. Can't wait to see you all, man, at the tailgate. Y'all make the trip. It'll be a lifetime experience. It'll be like Christmas in October or whatever month you choose. Anyway, you guys are my brothers and sisters in Christ, and God bless. And uh, thanks a lot, Greg, for all the doing the podcast. You and Randy, you guys are my wife out here in Texas. talk well, to you guys, man. It's like being out in the desert out here trying to get any Raider news. You guys are the life—you know, lifeboat, life preserver, whatever you want to call it. And go Raiders!
1: Well done, Steve. Again, the historian of the Raiders, this guy right here, knows more history than I'll ever forget, that's for sure. I mean, he knows a lot about the Raiders. And let me tell you, yes, to Reggie McKenzie, who drafted all these guys, uh, even though we don't see uh, Mel Fongru or Connolly, I don't even know what these guys look like anymore. Matter of fact, I don't really remember what they look like at all. Uh, hopefully we'll be seeing them soon, and they will produce, and I'll just shut up about uh, Reggie for for the rest of my Raider fandom life. <laughs> I hope they produce. I hope I'm wrong with these two guys. So, uh, But our team's playing good, bro. 1-0. Having the Jets come in here, we got to take this one. Because like uh, this other caller said, we got to get every game early that we can. Because it just doesn't get any easier as the year goes on. Appreciate the call. Can't wait to see you, bro. Can't wait to see you there at the Coliseum. It's always fun. And our next caller is, by any means, Mario. I love it. He's in the house. What you have for us, my man?
15: What's up, Raider Nation? This is, by any means, Mario. Giving you guys a shout-out. Literally just got in from the airport, all the way from Nashville, just flying in here to LAX. And, man, what a game. We literally took over Nashville. Brainerd Nation was awesome. Brainerd Nation, of course, always shows up. I enjoy the game. I enjoy everything out there. It was a great way to start the season. Um, Marshawn Lynch falling out. I mean, that's the guy we needed. We needed some attitude, and those guys in the front line are taking over. Uh, running through guys and just you know making that, that running game even much better. Uh, What I was mostly more proud of was the third down situation where the Raiders were able to come out, where the defense was able to get out the field. So I think that was probably the most important thing. And, of course, uh, Giorgio, like the uh, kicker, was just amazing. I mean, what a story from that kid. I mean, hopefully he he keeps it going and just, you know, steps it up and keeps making those clutch kicks. So Raider Nation, it's exciting. I'll be out there in Oakland. Uh Radio Nation needs to sum up like always. It's gonna be I mean, we have a countdown of how many home games we got, so we gotta make ourselves even louder than we ever been before. Uh looking forward to the season. I'll be hauling you guys up later again. By any means is out.
1: Nice call, bro. Very nice. And the fact that you went to the game, 'cause Brandy and I went to a Titans game before. Uh we got blown out there. But uh, you know the Raider Nation shows up there in Tennessee from everywhere. It is a great crowd, and I'm sure the night before, you partied it up, had a really good time. They take good care of us down there, man. And there's plenty of silver and black in the house. You could hear them. We could hear you, by the way, when you were saying, Coop! I freaking love the Raider Nation because we make a move. We travel well, and we represent. And how about Marshawn Lynch? Talk about this. Latavius who? He didn't even play. He wasn't even playing for the Vikings and they picked him up last year. That just says a little bit about Lynch and the difference he makes in the power running game. Thanks for the call, bro. And next, my very good brother, the Nebraska Raider. He's in the house, man. Good dude. Great fan. What's up?
16: Raider Nation. Raider, Greg, Raider Randy. This is Nebraska Raider calling in, man. Hey, first win of the season. 18 more to go, as Kalichi Assembly said. And you know what, man? Guys, hey, Beast Mode's back, baby. Beast Mode is back. You saw that first run, 14 yards. You saw him truck over that defensive lineman towards the end of the game. Ten of his 18 carries came in the second half, well, fourth quarter, I think. So, I mean, beast mode, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Get some, you know. But, uh, hey, guys, and you know what? My heart's broken. Uh, Janikowski is out for... uh, you know for how long ever he is out, but uh, Tebeau, man, he stepped up. There you go. I think he made history. That's what uh, Jack Del Rio said in the post-game press conference. And uh, you know what? Good for him, man. Good for him. Seems like a really solid uh, Christian Christian man. And uh, you know, it, it, you know, the game ball goes to him for the four field goals. And I mean, it was just it, it, it was great to see that. And it Seth Roberts in Tennessee, man, great! I got to get your opinion on that. Seth Roberts in Tennessee,
14: three for three, baby,
16: for the past three seasons. He's got. Uh, I remember that one, you know, when it was raining and he bounced off the uh, bounced off the tackler and ran it in, ran it into the uh, end zone. And then last year, I, I believe it was. Uh, so uh, uh, to the left side, caught it and ran around the defender. The defender took the wrong wrong route towards him, or wrong ankle. And then this one, 19 yard pass, one, one, one catch, one touchdown, 19 yards, right down the seam, baby. That's uh, that's that's what I like to see. And uh, Mac just, just 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 killing Murray on uh, on at least two plays. And uh, man, yes. I mean, it it was good to see. I mean, her defense was actually was actually pretty stout, man. I mean, except for on um, you know a couple of couple of you know long passes. I know there was one down the right sideline for uh, or, uh, in uh, Amerson's direction, and then you know a couple of runs by uh, Mariota. You know, he you, he think they would try to keep him from running with. Happened to injury last year, but I mean, I guess he's gonna do what he's got to do, and and you put the you put that into the game plan with what your quarterback is capable of. So much I mean, much respect for that, but we we uh, we shut him down pretty much. So in 26 points, hey, I'm looking I'm looking for 35, 35, 38 points, maybe 41, 42 points in uh in the home opener, which I will be out in Oaktown. I'm flying out Thursday. I'll be there through Monday morning. Monday afternoon actually. And uh you and I are ready great we gotta, gotta meet up. Gotta meet up. And I'll be in uh I'll be in lot B. Bad boys BBQ Barbecue. I'll be there, man. So we all gotta meet up, have a couple have a couple brews and just you know, enjoy this. Enjoy this because the Raiders are going up. Nowhere to go but up. And so uh within saying that I'm looking at the uh Monday night game here, Denver Broncos uh, Chargers fourteen to seven with uh it's about half time, so and we'll see how this thing goes, but uh looks like it's between us and the Chiefs take the West. So, oh uh, man, I know we can do this. One be let's be 19 and 0. Let's do it. All right, guys. So I will see you guys in old town, baby. I'll be out there. Hey, and, and I broke down and I got my tickets to Kansas city. So I'll be representing down there as well. Me and my moms and, uh, all the, uh, all the other Raider nation of, uh, of the Midwest will be in Kansas City, representing in the cold, uh, wearing our black, and just tailgating it up and watching the game and all that good stuff. So, anyway, so, one last time, brother Gray, I can't wait to see you uh, this upcoming Sunday, and go Rangers, baby.
10: Be small, baby.
1: Get some. This is Nebraska Raider, and I am out. Well, I know you can't tell it by his voice or his shy excitement, but I think he's going to have a good time in Oakland. (laughs) I know he is. And, of course, we're going to see you at the Bad Boys, bro. We're going to be there very early and very often, whooping it up with the nation. It's going to be off the hook crazy, so get there early because we will be there at the crack as soon as they open the gates because it's opening day and it's going to be off the chain fun. I can't wait. You know how it is. Uh, And also, I do know how it is there in Kansas City. It is a beautiful place to see a football game. But trust me, he knows it as well as I do. The Raider Nation is not shy. They show up there to Kansas City and they whoop it up. It's crazy. It's a great place to see a ball game. If you're a Raider fan, it certainly is. And hopefully you'll be able to see a victory there. I think we can do it. It just, it's weird, but I think we can do it. They have the talent, but we shall see, bro. But I will see you Sunday, because uh, it's going to be packed in that house. Uh, and anybody watching it on TV, let me tell you, you'll see the Raider fans representing hardcore. Thanks for the call, bro. And last, but never least, is the Bluegrass Raiders. And he's in the house. What you got for us, my brother? Raider
17: Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Bluegrass Raider Conan. What is up? Week one, one and oh, that is
12: how we do this.
17: Yes. Oh, man, this is so awesome. Oh, way to start it, eh, Greg? I just wanted to say that uh, I wanted to share this with you, and you know, others that uh, I was actually I had the uh, fortunate opportunity to actually uh, be at the game in Nashville. It was my first ever um, uh, NFL game that I've ever been to in my life. I shared it with my brother and uh, my cousin, and uh, it was that the atmosphere, you know, the fans, me meeting, you know. Greater fans from others from other states California and the like it was truly awesome I just wanted to share it with you guys we did great um you know Marshawn was awesome you know offense offenses on all cylinders for the most part defense still has some holes we gassed gas just for some big plays which I'm sure you saw but um I think I I, I, you know, I don't know where your take is on that but uh yeah, the defense—it's still our Achilles' heel for this season, but I don't—I don't think it'll be as bad as—as as bad as last year. We still had problems on defense last year, but I don't think it's as bad. I could be wrong, but I really, I just wanted to call and share that with you guys. It was my first ever NFL game. We won. It was fantastic. I had a fantastic time. I couldn't have asked for more. Uh, y'all keep it going. God bless you. Go Raiders.
1: Can you imagine if you've never been to a game? Now, some of you guys out there might have never gone to a football game, a professional football game. If you haven't, well, get a hold of this guy. I can tell you right now that you did have a blast because I know. I know how they roll there in Tennessee. The Red Nation shows up big there as well. And uh, from all over the country, as you say, all different states. And it's like one big family. I know that's how you felt because that's how it's always Anywhere I go, everywhere I've been, you know, Denver, Kansas City, Miami, uh, New Orleans, any place I've ever seen this team play, you show up, and the Raider Nation is there big time, huge time, representing all day long. And it's funny because other fans are kind of meekish about showing up uh, in Oakland with their Uh, with their fan gear on. Matter of fact, Randy just talked to a guy, a Jets fan, who was afraid to kind of come to the Coliseum and wear his colors. Give me a break, man. Wear your stuff. Be brave. Take a hit. Keep on coming. Because trust me, when you go somewhere else, you're catching all kinds of flack all the time. Uh, If you come here to Oakland, no one's going to bother you except for verbally. And if you can't take that, well, then... I suggest you wear a gray or a black sweatshirt uh, with some shorts of similar color. Uh, That way someone might not bother you. But trust me, we know who you are, and we know you're not a Raider fan. There's no doubt about it. I love it. Thanks for the call, bro. I love it that you went to your first game. That is epically exciting. I I feel for you, brother. I'm glad you had a good time. There's no doubt. Well, Raider Nation, we are off to the Jets. I can't believe it's the season starter, season opener. We're pumped. My wife and I are ready. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna ride this train as long as it comes to Oakland, man. Uh, we're gonna take it all the way. Every game at home, uh, there's nothing like it. If you can get there, please try, because it is an epic day. If you're a Raider fan, it's so much fun. I want to thank all the fans for listening. I'm glad you had some patience with us. This summer is actually me. Thanks again for hanging in there with us. Cause we're back, baby. If you haven't noticed, I hope you have. I am Raider Greg, and I am OUT!